Hub Heroes listeners, this episode is brought to you by Simple Events, a true game changer that integrates with your HubSpot CRM. Ready to revolutionize your event management process? Well, imagine this. You're tasked with planning an event. It could be an intimate workshop or a large-scale corporate event. The thought alone can be daunting. That's where Simple Events transforms your event planning into a smooth, stress-free process. No matter the size of your business or the type of event, in-person or virtual, Simple Events is your ideal partner. Simple Events is a comprehensive solution that simplifies every aspect of event management, from creating detailed attendee lists to setting up efficient workflows. Say goodbye to the hassle of juggling multiple platforms. With Simple Events, everything you need is in one convenient place. That's right. Simple Events is about empowering your events and enhancing every detail using the robust capabilities of the CRM you love. HubSpot. Unlike other tools, you can control the full event experience in your HubSpot portal. Are you ready to revolutionize how you manage events? Then visit SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. That's SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. As a bonus, make sure to use the special Hub Heroes promo code HELPFUL, all capitals, HELPFUL, for an exclusive discount on the Simple Events Pro Plan and step into the world of Simple Events, turning your next event from successful to spectacular. Do you live in a world filled with corporate data? Are you plagued by siloed departments? Are your lackluster growth strategies demolishing your chances for success? Are you held captive by the evil menace, Lord Lack? Lack of time, lack of strategy, and lack of the most important and powerful tool in your superhero tool belt, knowledge. Never fear, hub heroes. Get ready to don your cape and mask move into action and become the hub hero your organization needs tune in each week to join the league of extraordinary inbound heroes as we help you educate empower and execute hub heroes it's time to unite and activate your powers before we begin we need to disclose that Devin is currently employed by hubspot at the time of this episode's recording This podcast is in no way affiliated with or produced by HubSpot, and the thoughts and opinions expressed by Devin during the show are that of his own and in no way represent those of his employer. We love a good safe harbor. We love a good safe harbor legal statement, don't we, kids? We love it. Yes. It's what gets us going. This is the safest harbor. The safest. Yeah. No sharks, no big waves. Yeah. It's no like, pirate it's like, ships. It's like the Heroes Harbor, maybe. It's it's the, mm. it's the Heroes, Harbor? Heroes Harbor. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I yeah. love that. It's like some it's like some Paw Patrol where, shit. Where where we're the guardians of growth. It's like it's like the Hero Harbor where we're the guardians of growth. And we're a wow. safe haven for the heroes that need came. to take a break. Guardians of the oh. Growthery. <laughs> We are the alliteration kings. We can do anything. I love mm, it. We can. Well, okay. welcome back, gentlemen, to another fantastic episode. I'm really excited. I think this is the first time in a while all of us have been together. Let's go. That's nice. Let's go. Are we ready? Because I love, I love by the way, by the way, I love when us four humans can get there together and just drop bombs. By the way, that was like probably the quickest I've ever done that in any episode to date. Mm, yeah, it was fast. Yeah. Very quick. Mm. Well, <laughs> you know, Devin, I don't. I I don't think that's something we should really highlight. What we should be really happy for uh, is that he felt the need to say it, and that's yes. what really all that matters, right? Yes. That's what matters. It's all I about the that. feeling. It's just been a while since we've all been together. You know what I mean? Facts. And that's fine. Do you know what's kind of crazy though? It doesn't feel like that long ago that we recorded our first Inbound Twenty Three preview episode, and I remember us talking about it. And in the introduction, I literally was like, "Now I know you guys are like, but it's months away, and like, how can we possibly be talking about Inbound already?" Um, ladies and gentlemen, and all of the hub heroes out there, alert, alert! We are less than a month now, less yeah. than a month 
to HubSpot's annual inbound event. It's so crazy. if you are just now joining this hype train already in progress for the singular mm -hmm. celebration of tens of thousands of inbound practicing humans from all around the world, you have come to the right place. Because yes, we have been hyped for months. In fact, I would actually say, if you are just now catching up on the inbound hype train, we have two other episodes in the feed you should definitely check out. Number one, the most bombdiggity.com inbound 23 strategic success framework for individuals and teams. And then we have Crikey inbound 23 down under roundtable, the ultimate guide for international hub spotters. And I would also say agency owners. You guys had some really great conversations around making the most of inbound as an agency owner, regardless as to whether you're from down under, around the world, or stateside. So highly recommend you guys checking those out. But today, today, right. Oh, that's hot. Right. It is today. time for the first annual. The first annual, because yes, you ding-dongs, we're doing this again next year, just in case you didn't yes. know. Yes. It is the first annual Hub Heroes Breakout Session Preview Show for Inbound 23. Are we excited? Oh, so excited. Wow, everyone calm down. You guys are the worst. Okay. Anyway, you're right, guys. Super. Because while we love the keynotes... <laughs> is Pitbull going to be one of the keynotes? If so, I will be there. I love keynotes. <laughs> I love keynotes. Devin, how do you feel about keynotes? Are you into them? Mm. They're the notiest of keys. Yeah, keynotes are the Even most spotlights amazing. are cool. By the way, I know I know we're here to talk about breakouts. We are going to talk about breakouts. If we have time, I might bring up one spotlight. By the way, that I do want to you just touch upon towards the end. So we'll see. We'll you see. You got totally have a bonus. Change approved. Thank breakout you. Breakout yes. and spotlight preview episode. How about that? Yes. So yeah. We love our notiest of keys. We love the networking. We love, as George would likes to call it, the magic that happens in the hallways. But let's face it, the breakouts and also some of the spotlights are where you're gonna get most of your educational bang for your buck. That's where you get to learn not just from HubSpotters, but real world inbound practitioners who are sharing some of the best secret sauce that they've got out there so we can all learn and grow together. However, before we dig into all of our picks, oh. I thought it might be fun oh. to do a little bit of inbound trivia. Oh, mm. Max, I usually like do that? really bad at these things. I'm just going to pour one at everybody. I know this is going to be really awful too. Hang on, let I me get Google fired up real quick. I position myself as someone where HubSpot's my entire personality, but any sort of historical trivia you have, it's gone. Not there. You're fantastic because one of these, so here, little preview of the two questions you have. One of them is so niche, there's a good chance none of you will get it. Mm. And then the other oh. one is you would be really embarrassed if you get it wrong. So I decided just to bring oh, some spice today. Man. Which one do you want to start with? <laughs> Barack Obama, that's our answer. Barack. No, I'm sorry. Martha Stewart. It is Barack Obama. Thank you. Wow. What do we want to start with? Potential embarrassment or super niche? Oh, let's just niche. get it over with. Niche. That's, that's great. Uh, what man, year did Come Inbound on. have the folks from Charity Water there in Club Inbound so you could walk the water across Club Inbound and understand how far people had to walk in order to carry water? 2015. 2015. 2019. 2014. It was my first Inbound. Oh, wait. 2019 is when we had COVID. I remember that though. That was the dopest of dope things. Those like yellow jugs and like people trying to like truck them along. Oh, yeah. He was a good keynote too. That was also the year Simon Sinek was there. That was also the year Gary Vaynerchuk was there. It was a real, that was my very first inbound experience. But what I also really loved about it too is that they really created a central focal point where this organization that they had partnered with for this event to really make a statement and an impact about the work that they were doing. And I thought that was really powerful. So shout out to HubSpot, shout out to Charity Water. All right, guys. You know, hey, b before you go, before you go off of there, because you did say something. You said Gary V was there. I thought he was. He was. I might hey, be well, well, I know you might be right. I'm. I, I want to see. I want to see. No. Well, yeah, okay. Cause... Okay. Because I know he was 2012. But then what was the other? One? Was the other one? I think well, it was Simon Sinek that year. Okay. There we go. 
Yeah, happy yep. 2016. Because I got there yeah. in 2015, yeah. and he was there at the first one, yeah. and I was really into Gary Vee. It almost melted when he walked by me. Bro. Oh, that's gross. Ew. Bro. Ew. Yeah, and so in, in little known what? Gary Vee's story, he's one of the reasons why Black and Inbound. They do now. Like, Exclusive. No one knows this, but I tweeted... I tweeted about wanting to uh, start a movement, but I had really bad social anxiety. Oh. Uh, and I had tagged him, and he was just doing yes. something You got Nike by Gary Vee. I'm like, what? I'm going to do it, Gary. Listen, I know that Gary Vee watches this podcast on a weekly oh, yeah. basis. So let's 100%. just give Gary Vee, like, let's show. just give him a round of applause. Gary, for changing the world. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know what? We really appreciate our friends of the pod, Barack Obama, Simon Sinek, Gary Vee. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in each week and giving us personal pointers yeah. and personal mm -hmm. notes each time. I really yeah, appreciate Yeah, Liz, it. make sure we're one of those annoying companies that tags every one of those just because we mentioned them once in the podcast. Because we don't have enough of that on LinkedIn. I love that for us. That's called growth. That's called flourishing. All right. Are we ready for the second trivia question? Oh, uh, sure. I'm nervous, but yeah. In what year was the HubSpot flywheel announced? 2018, because it was right before COVID. Oh, wait. Uh, I think it was. Yeah. I'm going to say 2017. We have talked about the flywheel so much. Mm, it's got to be 2018. Hang on. No, George. Stop Googling. Stop it. Step away yeah, from being Yahoo. I think it was 17. All right. Have we locked in our answers? Mm -hmm. Not, no, because... George, George, you can't type anything, George. George, you're huh? typing, so your answer is locked <laughs> in at 2018. What? Who's typing? I'm not typing. Yeah, uh-huh. Right okay. now, I'm reading. I'm not typing. I typed a minute Max, ago. Max, you are the golden child. <laughs> Devin and George have brought shame upon oh. the Hub Heroes family. It was 2017. Also, George, right before COVID, COVID hit in 2020. My dude, where were you in 2019? Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't gonna throw anything. <laughs> like, you know what? It's he's chilling on his there. Davenport on the veranda. Like, we are right. decades together. In previous episodes. Listen, yeah. I'll own it. I'll own it. I will be the old fart human of the podcast. I'm just wow. saying. <laughs> yeah, I I'll just remember seeing Bri Brian just getting up there and spinning that. Shit. It was like the most transformative yeah. moment of my life. I was like, there yes. were lots of sparks. Was that also the year that they did the Lord of the Rings themed like? video and talk that led up to the flywheel or no 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 the puppets plus puppets equals winning wait Dude, what, i, I walked outside while they were the shooting well, part of that puppet thing puppet and i had yeah. no clue what was going on i just saw a bunch of people in a car <laughs> with muppets and they were filming it and i was like where do i work this is Oh, so see, weird. See, I, don't, best place of all. I don't know because, man, 2012 and the for those about to rock eight or no, Thunderstruck. It was Thunderstruck. ACDC Thunderstruck intro with like the helicopter and like the jumpsuits. But but I, I it's a moment in time. But Devin, I agree. When I saw ladies and gentlemen. When I saw the Darmesh puppet, I might have pooped myself a little bit. <laughs> we, all we all had a moment. No, it's just the underpants gnomes reference from a couple years ago was the greatest <gasps> thing. Oh, my God. Step one, steal underpants. Yes. Step two, blank. Step three, profit. And did step anyone, four. Did anyone see my TikTok that I did with that, with the, with the DJ hitting the drop? At inbound using that? No. No. Okay. Wow, we Go gotta put it in the show notes. Find Let's it. find it. Let's yeah. put it in the show notes. Max, I, will tell you, I, I know I know we're gonna get into breakouts. We told everybody we'd get into breakouts, but I will I have to share this. I don't know if I've ever shared this publicly. One of the things that has fascinated me over the years that I have absolutely kept track of and even made it a point to try to say something to that human after they were done is the level in which every year Darmesh, the keynote that he brings, it just is fire unbelievable like how how funny he has gotten how much he like banks on the sun the being an introvert the like oh, like i just gotta tell you i love watching him talk at these things and i'm always fascinated to see where we go and, and how good he gets year after year oh yeah yeah. Oh yeah, it's Crazy unbelievable. watching his kid grow up, right? Well, guys, and I love Brian's dog too. Don't don't get me wrong. I love Brian. I love Brian's dog. Uh, I, we I even saw Brian's kid in Spider-Man pajamas. I'm just saying, you Darmesh heard it and his growth Club over Heroes. time. George is up on Darmesh and not up on Brian. Uh, see, All I'm right. gonna get hate mail. 
exclusives. Although, we have a lot of exclusives dropping here today. Devin although, getting Nike by Gary did any, Vee. Did other people see Brian Halligan's LinkedIn post just recently about like the lessons learned of being a CEO? Like anybody else? Anyway, that'll be a link in the show notes too. We should probably move forward. Are we actually ready now to talk about our picks today, gentlemen? Yes. George, do you have any other thoughts about the year that was lost, 2019? Since we uh, jumped no, no. I, I feel like I feel like I'm I have all timers around that. So we'll just move. <laughs> We're doing great. We're doing great. In case our listeners are wondering, this is what thriving looks like. This is what living, laughing, and loving looks like. All of those Friday, Friday at Friday at three twenty-two Eastern time on uh, you know August eleventh. Ladies and gentlemen, cheers! This is us thriving. Yeah. Here's what we're gonna do, kiddos. Instead of each of us. All right. For the listeners at home, here's what we did. We each went through the agenda and hand selected two different breakout sessions that we believe are the ones that you should be attending. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go round robin. I'm gonna start with you, George, Max, Devin, and then myself. We're each gonna share one, and then we're gonna do a round robin again. I figured I'd share the rules since we have a tendency sometimes to get a little off track. Wait, there's rules? George, you get to go first. What's your first choice? All right, sounds good. Before you tell us the first choice, I'd actually just be curious to hear from you. How did you choose these particular ones that you're gonna share with us? Well, the first one, two reasons. Because I absolutely love the human. And two, it piggybacks off of last week's conversation with Mark Killens and ish changing around what HubSpot, AKA HubSpot Academy might be alluding to doing in the future. And I wanna be in the room. Two reasons for, for the first one. The second one, because it's a future major strategy that we want to lean into for GBT and Hub Heroes. So I want to be in the room and I want to listen to the ways that we can take what might feel very old and maybe implement it in ways that feels very new and fresh. Yeah. That's amazing. So All right, should, so I, what's should I go with the first one? Yeah, let's go with the first one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. We're going to get into the good stuff. So the first one is the new age of customer education and the flywheel. We know how much you love a good flywheel. Oh, I love customer education and I have grown to love the flywheel. But here's the thing, it's Courtney Sembler. She's she's amazing. We love Courtney. Oh my God, she's an amazing human. Impacting lives on a daily basis, like just cranking stuff out, you know, with the team. Uh, She's the director of HubSpot Academy, by the way, just gonna throw that out there. But if you look at kind of what's happening, there's tags on these, by the way, the breakouts, there's tags like customer experience, customer satisfaction, customer retention, like this. But customer education has been declared a must need for growing companies for the last few years. And with so many businesses turning to customer education, what can you do to stand out in this environment? You remember when, like, company, they had an academy and they were special? A lot of companies have academies now, by the way. So how I love this idea of how do you stand out in this new environment that we're finding ourselves. The new age of customer education is tied directly to your bottom line. Ladies and gentlemen, what? It's a you mean this education has to equal revenue? Oh my god, say to your bottom line from lead generation to gen, a revenue retention. In this session, you explore the new age of customer education and how your business or organization can attract engage and delight with educational content. Learn how HubSpot Academy grew from live trainings, I was there by the way, to supporting some of HubSpot's most important business objectives. Uh, Let's go, come on. Powerful. That's it, I'll be there, be there. Uh, Unless like there's a bus or a train or a meteor, I'll be there. And even then, I might limp in. I don't know. We'll see. Take a dive off an asteroid. It'll be totally fine. It'll be good. I'll I'll walk it off. George, don't get hit by a bus. Before you share your first pick, can you do the same and give us a little peek behind the scenes about how you made your choices? Yeah, I think, um, you know, this this is going to be my first inbound not being an employee, right? So thinking. Dude, are you getting emotional? Yeah. Um, no. Uh, thinking a lot about kind of like, all right, what was I really in the know about when I was a employee and what did that make me like ignore? Right. Oh, um, 
You know what I mean? Because I was like, ah, I already, yeah, yeah, I know what's happening already. You know what I mean? And yeah. While some things are like big, cool announcements for some folks, you know, for me, I was like, oh, I saw that months ago, right? So I'm thinking about it through that perspective. And the other kind of like perspective I'm thinking through too is in my new role of like evangelism and building partner programs and stuff like that. I'm looking for any and all help and education on how to do that stuff because I'm very much building the plane as I'm flying it right now. And uh, yeah, looking forward to learning from the pros, uh, best practices around kind of the work I'm doing day to day now. So that was kind of my perspective going into it you know and also before it's just like when i was there it was all about just like meeting customers and selling stuff and like having like a fun hangout with you know hubspot co-workers but like i'm going there you know as a customer as a partner as a you know whatever you want to call it right so it's it's gonna be a totally different experience and i'm looking forward to like you know enjoying it through that lens but um my first one that I had here, I have like actually picked like four of them, but I'm just gonna, I know we're just gonna do two. So first one I have here um, is one that John McLaren and Lori Kian, I think I'm spelling her, my pronouncing her name wrong, um, are doing and it's building deep CRM customizations <laughs> to supercharge your business. It's a HubSpot product breakout. The big reason I'm super stoked for this one is anytime I would have like really deep questions, thoughts, ponderings, uh, needing real good insights into like what's happening with HubSpot's API and like what we're doing on the forefront of like customizing stuff or allowing people to customize stuff, whether it's through private apps or what sort of extent that like marketplace apps have the ability to do, especially when it comes to things like custom cards and how they're opening up that center panel for a lot of custom cards and tabs and things like that and building just more stuff into HubSpot from your outside systems. That's the stuff that I'm super stoked about right now. Not just because I'm working for Happily, but it's always just been a, a big kind of thing. Because like, to me, that's where we start to beat Salesforce, right? When we can add this much deeper level of customization that's more front and center versus a little card floating on the side, right? So I'm super stoked to kind of see what's going on there because I'm out of the loop of that stuff now versus like, you know, very much in it every day. So I'm super stoked on that one. And anyone who's interested in, you know, building in your own internal systems that your company has into HubSpot's interface, this is one that you need to go to because you'll get all the juice on how to do it and what's on the horizon and like what they're gonna be adding. It's gonna be awesome. Dude, dude, talk about a happy accident. So yeah. one of the things that I've been doing inside uh, community.hubheroes.com is actually doing a VIP, very important presentation. Ooh, see what I did there? VIP Ooh. content. And I'm just going to, I usually don't share my screen, but I'm going to go ahead and share my screen real quick. I'm going to find the window here. It is this one. Dude, look at this. This is literally one of the ones that we said was a VIP piece that people should be paying attention to. Let's go. I'm like, oh my God. Max and I were like, I don't know, twins or something or joint. I don't know. But Basically. it's amazing. It's it's amazing, dude. I was like, yes, it's a good yes. one. That's going to be a really cool one. I can't wait for it. John, John's always got the juice when it comes to the uh, HubSpot API and what's on the horizon and stuff. So it's going to be great. Love it. Devin, what about you, my dude? Oh, I have two. One is a subject that is very you know near and dear to me. I had to switch cameras because my camera died. I'm so depressed. But one is about work-life balance and parenting specifically. Oh. oh. Yeah. And yeah. those are huge. Like you can see parenting's important to me. You can you can see like I, I keep artwork from the kids on the office wall. But uh, this one is a meetup. It's balance and stretch making working parenthood work. This one uh, it says joins the founders of Mamava and Mother Honestly plus other parents and caregivers for a series of fun exercises designed to get out of your head and tap into your inner wisdom. Like that like mm. for me that's huge. And I know like uh, a lot of parents deal with guilt for the amount of work that they're putting in, the amount of time that they're investing in their job. So that one is is definitely one of the ones on top of my list. And the other one is by... Uh-oh, uh-oh, he's breaking the rules! <laughs> he's breaking the rules! <laughs> what are time, Jeff? Bad human! We need to take this One of the community, Take it, one official demerit to Devin. Hurtful. Hurtful. <laughs> 
But Not I will with- say this. I will say this. The fact that that's what Devin picked, good human. I'm going to throw. Hub Heroes listeners, this episode is brought to you by Simple Events, a true game changer that integrates with your HubSpot CRM. Ready to revolutionize your event management process? Well, imagine this. You're tasked with planning an event. It could be an intimate workshop or a large-scale corporate event. The thought alone can be daunting. That's where Simple Events transforms your event planning into a smooth, stress-free process. No matter the size of your business or the type of event, in-person or virtual, Simple Events is your ideal partner. Simple Events is a comprehensive solution that simplifies every aspect of event management, from creating detailed attendee lists to setting up efficient workflows. Say goodbye to the hassle of juggling multiple platforms. With Simple Events, everything you need is in one convenient place. That's right. Simple Events is about empowering your events and enhancing every detail using the robust capabilities of the CRM you love, HubSpot. Unlike other tools, you can control the full event experience in your HubSpot portal. Are you ready to revolutionize how you manage events? Then visit SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. That's SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. As a bonus, make sure to use the special Hub Heroes promo code HELPFUL, all capitals, HELPFUL, for an exclusive discount on the Simple Events Pro Plan and step into the world of Simple Events, turning your next event from successful to spectacular. Throw that out there. All right. Well, I will share mine. My first one, well, let me first go into the background of how I chose. So I'm going to tell you the thing that I do every year that I go to inbound, whether I'm attending virtually or in person, I go to the session filters and I see what stuff they have about content because surprise, surprise, your resident content strategist cares about whether or not there are sessions about actually how the sausage gets made when it comes to content. And guess what guys, there isn't. Oh, what? No sausage? No, there's sausage, bro. There's food trucks. Oh, good. Thank God. High-level content sausage, right? There's high-level, like, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. But once again, this is my one, like, my one petty grievance that I have every year. And I don't know if it's because there is a deficit of content-focused specialists who are willing to speak at the event or what it is. But every single year I go... And I walk away going, I love that I have learned so much of what to do with content once I've created it, but how do I actually create it? How do I actually do it? Because that's the thing, right? We sit down in front of our keyboards and we have existential crises about our expertise and abilities and our thoughts and dreams and beliefs and whether or not we're special boys and girls who will actually achieve our dreams one day. But like, surprises me. We have a whole industry built around content and nobody talks about it. Mm, Nobody. We're supposed yeah. to rely. Just, come on, inbound. We're just come going on. to chat GPT and ask you to write us a blog post now. Well, Marcus Sheridan does have a talk about like building trust with content in the AI era, which I think is very fascinating, but that's not one of the ones I chose. Although I'm sure it'll be a great talk. Oh, it'll but be great like, talk. I just have to throw it out there. I don't know if it's an inbound issue or if it is a people aren't talking about it issue because George, you and I have had this conversation. There are a surprising few people like me, like yep. our friend, Kevin Phillips, like they're, it is surprising to me how many we don't have in terms of content specialists in the industry. And I'm wondering if it's also like they just don't know that they should be talking if they yeah. are. So yeah. it may not be a HubSpot inbound issue. It may be uh, something around like, well, well nobody's submitting anything. Yeah, let's let's a- ask the masses, right? Like you're listening to this. You're watching this if you're in the community. Have you seen this at other events where you just don't see the like how to make it, how 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 it can be made right, it can be made efficiently, it can be made so it's just tasty good? Like let us know. Hit us up on the the Twitters or hit us up in the community or the Oh, it's not Twitters anymore. Dang it. Hit us anyway, up on the X. Anyway, hit, hit us up on the X. I'll um, give it to you which, unless it's content and then which, you're not going to get it. By the way, Liz, before we move forward, make sure you um, at mention Kevin Phillips uh, because we mentioned him one 
once in the podcast too. I will uh, mention we'll, him right yeah, on LinkedIn. We'll tag Obama. everybody. We'll tag fun. everybody that we talk about once in this episode on LinkedIn. <laughs> it's, it's a new strategy. It's not happening enough on LinkedIn. It's not. It's not. No, not it enough. Really not so. <laughs> I'm throwing that out there. That is my petty grievance. Um, and and to your point, George, the year that I spoke at Inbound, I did a totally wonky, like, you you all know the term brand voice. Do you know how to define it? And it was like a standing room only type of thing. And it was really cool. To, and I had people come up to me saying, like, I actually was taught how to do a content thing instead of yes. just being talked around it. Yes. So my first one, though, actually has nothing to do with content. I'm going to be perfectly wow. honest because, well, first of all, none there. So there's that. Um, but also the other thing too, is that I am very privileged that one of the clients I work with actually does a, uh, they, one of their primary competencies sees is that they work with organizations, schools, parents, and practitioners to implement DEIA programs within their organizations, schools, or solving specific sensitive challenges. Um, and she's been doing this work in Los Angeles for about more than 15, 20 years, just a really remarkable woman. Her name is uh Colette Bowers in and um what I struck me is that when I was when I was going through the agenda a particular talk came up that really caught my eye and it is belonging intersection of DEI and customer experience with Dan Gingis and Shannon Hughes or Shauna Hughes what I love about this is that there is more emphasis now on organizational leaders making a purposeful priority out of DEIA initiatives. And there are good reasons for that, right? Like there's the good human side of it, which is like, well, number one, by 2045, did you guys know that people who are considered quote unquote minorities will likely be the majority. So there's that. Organizations make 87% better decisions when they have a more diverse and inclusive workforce. And then if you are just there for the money, because I know some people are, more diverse organizations usually make 2.5% more cash flow per employee. So there is the business case for it as well. But what I found fascinating about this is that while it is also talking about DEI initiatives internally, they are talking about how DEI is something that can also be integrated in and can and should be integrated into your customer experience. Now, this feels like an obvious thing. Like if you like, we're all, it's not just diverse inside our walls. Like all the humans are diverse. That is that is the human experience. But I think what is really exciting to me about this is that it's not, it's taking people out of this very binary way of thinking of like, it is an HR concept. This is the thing that we have to do in order to check the box. And da, da, da. it's about making a more holistic approach to DEI. And especially when it comes to the humans that you serve, which is something I know we're very passionate about here. So that's my, that's my first recommendation. I, I would highly recommend people check that out. I um, love it. I, I Hang on. Yeah. I want to chime in here. I love that you brought this one up. I'll tell you why, because I love Dan. Dan is a great human. And mm -hmm. I'm saying that he's a great human because if you haven't checked out the podcast that him, I don't know if they're still doing it, but it, there's a lot of historical juicy goodness, especially for our service folks that might be listening to this. Uh, if you have not checked out the Experience This podcast with Joey Coleman and Dan Gingis, you should definitely check it out. And also, if you're like, ooh, that sounds like something we might be interested in our organization, then go to dangingis.com. Now, I don't say that for everybody. And by the way, I love Dan enough that, Liz, don't tag Dan into this crazy long link post that we're going to do where we're mentioning everybody. Just leave him out of it. He's a good human. No, ah, I shouldn't say that. Everybody's a good human. Don't tag anybody. Don't tag anybody. <laughs> what about our best friend of the pod, Barack Obama? We go on picnics with him every Saturday. We should tag him still. Mm. We should tag yes. him. Yeah. George, actually keep your mic on because you're up next. You're up I next. Know. Give us your second pick. Yes. Does he ever turn his mic off? I do. Ah, I, I'd like to pretend. Mm. Let me live in an world. I don't turn my mic off, but I do my wife. Okay, boom, boom. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke, people. You. Oh, God. You know, I'm in so much trouble right now because Noah edits this, and he's going to be like, Mom, guess what Dad said on the podcast? You're totally going to get ratted out by your kid, oh. man. You're totally going to get ratted out. I probably should start building the, right. the doghouse right Absolutely. now. Yes. Right. right. Let me do that now okay so let's move forward oh god i'm really in trouble okay <laughs> let's let, let's Hi, move kelly. forward let's i'm move. the good one hi kelly how are ah! you doing? all right 
So, uh, you know, you can give Kelly a high five when you sear it inbound and be like, I don't know how you live with that dude. Okay, moving on. Um, My second one is a blueprint to build your webinar and virtual event strategy. And I'll tell you why I picked this one, because months and months ago, I did a podcast episode for the Marketing Smarts podcast uh, for Marketing Profs, and it was with Mark Killens, but at that point... He was with AirMeet, and we were talking about event growth strategies. And it sent me down this, like, research thing of wanting to do events. By the way, we're doing a podcast right now. No, we're not. We're doing an event. You literally go into the community right now. It says live. There can be people asking questions in the chat pane. There's a button that you could be, like, hit the call in and actually step on stage with us, and you could ask a question, and we could answer it. Like, we're literally doing an event. Everything can be an event. You just have to start to change your mind on how you're doing it and where you're doing it and why you're doing it. And so for this one, everybody likes a good blueprint, baby. I want a blueprint to build less webinar-ish, but more event-style strategy around GBT and around Hub Heroes. Tessa Barron, VP of Marketing from On24. Okay. Growth and acquisition marketing, marketing ops, and marketing tech, by the way, was the tags that were with this one. And driving growth today takes a change of mindset. By the way, we may be talking about webinars and events right now. We may be talking about business right now. Or we may be talking about just life in general. Let me read that again for the people in the back row. Driving growth, personal or professional, today takes a change of mindset. From how we plan, scale, optimize, and align for success, marketers need to rethink the fundamentals of how we engage audiences, build relationships, and deliver revenue in a digital-first world. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Can somebody just drop the mic? Mine's hooked to an arm. I can't drop a mic. If I had one, I'd... (laughs) I dropped it right now. Wow. Dropped it. You know what? For the keynote, shout out to our best friends, Darmesh and Brian, who we'll see at brunch this weekend because they're also best friends of the pod. We'll give you the recording of Max doing that on video. And when you make whatever big announcement you're going to make this year, just have that cute little thing of Max just going. Dropping the mic. No, we should actually, when we see them at brunch, we should ask them if they want to come and be on the show at some point. We totally should. Mm, That'd be fun. Are they going to have sausage at the brunch? Max, what's your second choice? My second choice? This is about AI? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. <laughs> oh, Listen, God. I'm freaked out about I'm freaked out about AI. Not oh, I love lie. AI. What are you talking about? Oh, I I've watched hey, listen, I've watched too many scary podcasts about AI, not to be freaked out about AI. But Sinead Bovell, founder of Way, is uh she's a futurist, so she studies the future, right? And forecasts I love that. the cool. future, right? Wait, yeah, I she's done a lot of cool if stuff. You're studying yeah. the future. Does that like can you even be tested on that? Because there are no right or wrong. Eventually. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Ooh. true. Yeah. Yeah. Dubbed the AI educator for the non-nerds by Vogue, Sinead oh. Bovell is changing the narrative of who should be talking tech. Get Sinead's straightforward take on technology and the future in this session exploring the exciting possibilities and concerns, I've got concerns, of an emerging AI-powered future, focusing on how to adapt and when to resist. So the session's called Preparing for the AI Boom, the perspective of a futurist. Anyway, I'm I'm super stoked on it. I, I've just heard a lot. I mean, AI is cool. Don't get me wrong. I've been I've been I've been trying to open up my mind to a lot more of it. I think I was just so sour on it when it first, you know, when I first started realizing that, like, oh man, people are already so bad at creating content anyway. It's going to be even was worse when they can just tell a machine. No, was no, your 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 poetry was one of the best parts of it. But like, you know, I've always just been. It's just like, man, listen, creating content is a tough thing to do and it kind of sucks that people can just go and just tell a robot to write a blog post or create content but maybe it doesn't suck maybe that's just the new paintbrush these days and it's all about being really good at prompts and all this other stuff but anyway significantly freaked out about it so i want to hear her take on it and, and all that and we'll see i don't know i'm so weird about how i feel about ai i'm trying to explore those feelings you know we what I mean? so, have yeah. to have a future ai focused podcast 
We have it's to. Just Max crying for forty-five minutes. Yo, let's minutes. get Dylan. Saying, I'm fine. We, let's get Dylan uh, from Chats, who's working on Chat Spot, uh, to come in and talk to us about it. Yes, yeah, so let's get Dylan Selberg on here. Let's have a conversation. I don't usually promote just our normal blog on here, but ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know how I feel about AI, head over to georgebthomas.com. I just wrote an article like last week about AI, memory bank, custom uh, instructions, good. chat GPT, communicating with an assistant, training an assistant. Assistant, um, making something sound like your best friend, like Dude, George. When can I talk to? When can I talk to Chat GBT? Bro, I tried to buy that domain sixty five thousand dollars later. Never. <sighs> oh my god. Never will you talk to that. Oy. I mean, unless I win the lottery. If I won the lottery, I'd probably do it. But no. Are you okay though, bud? You got a little emotional about the robots. It's I just, just want to check on a, it before we move on. It's such an interesting conversation, and it's it's one that I can see. I'm not a futurist, but I see it now becoming. It. I see it becoming divisions in the way that people fundamentally think and believe that they can or should be doing business, and it it stresses me out because people already put too many restraints on. Like, imagine saying to yourself, eh, I don't need to use the printing press. Eh, I don't need Hard to use Hard pass the, on the telegraph. I don't need to use the internet. Ah! Mobile phones. No, not for me. This, I mean, literally, this might be one of the most massive changes in what we call the world in forever. So... Please don't think of it as just a marketing conversation, because it's not. Anyway, different episode. Let's move forward. We're talking about inbound. Max, are you okay, bud? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how I could just, like, I don't know, 3D print an AI-generated NFT. You know what I mean? <laughs> what I and somehow turn it into a crypto and take it to the moon, baby. Let's go. All I would recommend is that if you see Johnny Five rolling down the hallway uh, at inbound, just like fall to your knees and say, I for one welcome our AI overlords and then move on. (laughs) Anyway, Devin. I say that to my Alexa daily. Yeah. (laughs) I wish it would let me rename it Johnny Five, but it doesn't. That would be dope. That would be amazing. I do call mine computer though. I used to do that, but I say the word computer too much and it would be like, what? I'm like, shut up computer. Like, sorry. All right, kids. Yes. Devin, what is your next My pick? next pick that I was immediately going to go into, but then I earned a demerit earlier. You did. You did. Official demerit. Is by one of, used to be one of my favorite podcasts. It was, I think it was RevOps podcast. Now I'm drawing a brain fart on, on the name of his podcast, but Sangram Vart. Are you drawing you, it watercolors or pastels? <laughs> How do you draw a fart? You, <laughs> Hold up. Charcoal? Can, I'm pretty sure you can have a brain fart. I've never tried to draw one. I'm just right. a little... The man is an artist. Yeah, now tell I us can, your tools. I could do it. I have Photoshop open right now. <laughs> just butt on the wall and start going. It may end going. up in the show notes. You guys keep playing. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank and having a brain fart, okay? Let me just mix my idioms in peace, please. But uh, who's the old man the now? <laughs> You use a bowl and a whisk or a stand mixer to mix your idioms. And your farts. Oh my God. I use a rubber Go ahead, spatula. Devin. We digress. We're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Trust us with your inbounds and your hub heroing. We're, We're here all for about always. strategy, baby. <laughs> decided Friday afternoons were a good idea. After lunch, I'm still in this uh, food coma. <laughs> all right, Devin, what is it? What is it? Out okay. With it. So this this particular one is the 11 irrefutable go-to-market plays that simply work by Sangram uh, Vajri. He is, he is like the dude, if you've ever listened, he, he uh, co-founded Terminus. He is like uh, the Flip My Funnel podcast. That was the name of it. He is the dude who is like, was talking about RevOps before anybody and had podcast devoted to it. The thing is, it says most people imagine starting and growing a business as something either daunting or nearly impossible. Unfortunately, data suggests that less than 1% of the companies do a million in revenue in their lifetime, much less in a year. Sangram had the opportunity to start two companies in the last 10 years that grew from zero to million in nine months. 
join this session to learn practical examples. Regardless if you're a startup or a big company on how you can jumpstart your business with these 11 plays, a GTM operating system, an ROI model, you can steal it and apply it today. Definitely hoping I can sneak in and see that one. That's one of the things that sucks about being a HubSpot employee, going to HubSpot or going to inbound is that there is a very good chance that I'm going to be working during uh, mm. these other discoveries. Mm. Um, but I think I'm going to be working right next door to the stage. So I'm, I'm going to keep an eye out for what he's got going on. I'll cover you. Absolutely. Yeah. You'll fit right in. Unless there are robots, in no. which case, Matt, because it's going to be in the fetal position on the floor crying. But mm -hmm. that's, you know, like we said, that's a that's an episode yeah, for a I'll, different I'll, day. I'll so, Austin Dynamics, I'll stay back. I'll shirts with you, Matt, so, <laughs> so you can wear my Black and Inbound shirt and just be the vibe checker in the space. And then I'll head over to the table. Oh, yeah. Stage. That'll go well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Question, though. Like, does anybody else find it odd that they talked about not many businesses make it to making a million in a year in their lifetime. Yeah, and yeah, wait, that you'd be surprised. I'm 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 struggling with that, ladies and I've gentlemen. Started like I started six different I, businesses, and only two of them have made it into six figures. So I understand that completely. Different story, different day. Hmm. My turn. Hmm. It's my turn. Get it. Think. I hesitate to say this one because it's going to make one of our hosts completely insufferable with ego but when i looked oh yeah if you're wondering it's george yay george. they let this guy in my, yes yes they did who's but, that guy oh my no. goodness but here's the thing tag him tag him on linkedin in this post like spam the crap out of this guy that you're and about to screenshot talk about his headshot in this thing too because this guy in this headshot oh my goodness outstanding <laughs> So I went through the entire agenda and I was like, don't make it that I have to pick this one. Don't make this be the right one to pick, which of course meant it was the right one to pick. Actually, all kidding aside, I am here. I am standing. I am here as the number one super fan of George's session. I believe it's on Wednesday, right? Yep. Is it Wednesday? Yep. It's Six Wednesday, my no dude. No ES reasons why your sales enablement strategy sucks. Now, I've got a couple of reasons why I'm really hyped about it. Number one, kidding aside, if you haven't seen George speak, you gotta see George speak. Because I don't know about oh. y'all, have you ever been to inbound sessions where you're like, I did not realize I accidentally stumbled into a 30 minute timeshare commercial. Like you're oh, not actually God. learning anything, you're not actually walking away with anything, or stuff is like too high level or abstract, like you can't act. So every time I've seen George speak, which has been at Inbound, it's been at Impact Live, it's been at Marketing Profs, like you go there to learn and you walk away with tools. And my understanding, George, we're not, we can't talk about it yet, but you've got some special little goodies that you're gonna be giving people who attend this specific session. Now, the other reason I'm really hyped about this is that in addition to being the person who will bang on Darmesh and Brian's door until they finally do a content focused session at Inbound, is I'm also a big sales enablement champion. And the reason for that is, is because I actually spent six months on the sales team at Impact as their dedicated content strategist. And it, literally, you can ask Tom DeCipio, who's still at Impact. I'm a woman of tact and grace. So when he <laughs> told me that you were doing such a great job as the marketing team content strategist, we're going to have you go be the dedicated one of the sales team. I blurted out, am I being punished? And I think that is very symbolic of the problem that we have in, with sales enablement, right? Like sales enablement sounds like a good idea and marketers, I'm pretty sure you know how to spell it, but do you actually know what sales enablement content is? What a sales enablement strategy looks like? Are you sure you actually have a strategy or did you just find a blog one day that said sales enablement, showed it to your boss and then made something resembling sales enablement, but quietly somewhere in the dark, your sales teams are like, these leads suck, this content sucks. They are not helping us. You need to go to this session because you, George, George, I got a little sneak peek because I'm greedy. I'm an only <laughs> child who can't wait until Christmas morning. So I got a little sneak peek of what he's going to be talking about. He literally goes through the six very specific ways in which your sales enablement strategy is failing, lays out an entire roadmap of how to un-F your sales enablement strategy. But then the best part of what I really like about it is because really rolling out a whole sales enablement ecosystem within your organization is freaking terrifying. So what you're actually going to be giving people is, so this is the, this is the entire kingdom you're going to be building. 
but here are the first six steps you need to take right now. So it's going to be tactical. It's going to be a thing that genuinely, as many of our inbound practitioners like to say, move the needle. Getting up mm. there with accelerating, unlocking, and discovering, guys. We yeah. need to retire that very soon. But like, for now, this is going to move the needle. If yeah. you want to make friends with your sales team, which you should, marketers, so you don't look like an expense and look like a profit center, you need to be there. Yeah, Liz, first of all, thanks for bringing this up. Like, I had zero clue. And and what I'll say, a little bit of a behind-the-scenes um, flow here is this is easily the talk out of my entire life of giving talks, the one that I have researched the most, mm -hmm. the one that I have contemplated of what I wanted to talk about the most, uh, the one that I've dove in for um, other thought leader quotes, statistics, um, tied it back to just fundamental human communication and understanding. Like, like this, this for me is, it's less about just an inbound talk, and it's more about what might be a GBT version three of a topic that I have now fallen in love with and will start to really put the hammer down on how do we start fixing this in organizations. Yeah, because that's the great thing about this talk is you're going into the tactics and the human side of it. And I think yep. that's usually where people get tripped up, right? Like there are two parts of this equation. There's the sales enablement strategy itself that needs to be executed, but it begins with the humans who actually need to play well together, not run with scissors, actually trust each other and actually get the work done. Mm. And that usually, usually that's the part that gets missed. So yep. that is my final choice. I know we are at time, fellas, but I would love to just <clears throat> lob one other thing. George, did you want to share your spotlight? So just Go real ahead. quick. I'll do it real quick. Yeah. I'll do it real quick. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm I'm just Ooh. saying. Uh, first of all, it says spotlight, comma live stream. So even if you're not going, just like know that me. it says live yeah. stream. Does anybody sitting here know who Andrew uh, Huberman Huberman? I, I'm a, I'm suck at that. Anyway, uh, neurobiology professor and host, uh, and and it's also with Brian Halligan. So it's the two of them together. Um, co-founder and executive chairperson, by the way, HubSpot. Culture and community, sales strategy, brand and creative is the literal tags that they use for this one. A conversation with Andrew exploring the power of intense focus, mindfulness, <gasps> and rest to fuel creativity and strengthen the culture of a team. Mm. Oh, Nice. Yes, please. More of that, please. More of that, please. Yes, Can I Matt. plug another session? <laughs> yes. Would you like to plug the other two that you have? Noah's going to be like, no, just one. Just I can one. already hear this in my house, by the way. Noah is going to come down. He's going to open the file and he's going to be like, it's 65 minutes. <laughs> you know what, Noah? You know what? We got big brain stuff happening here this week, man. We got to make sure the big brain stuff gets to the big brain audience. Hey, if you're looking for a big brain session. Oh. The boys from the boys from Happily. There AKA. you go. I knew it was coming. Yeah. I knew it was coming. Hey, here's the thing. Go. Very Chill. relevant. All right. For big if you popsicle. for big pop, big palata, uh, I'll have you know, <laughs> shilling away. <laughs> go ahead, brother. Talk about our it. Our CEO Dax, our head of product, and Tyrone, our CTO, are doing a session called "Integrate Your App with HubSpot to Leverage a Growth Channel," where they're going to be sharing a whole ton of secrets on how to build apps for the HubSpot app marketplace. So you, if you are a, like a HubSpot partner or you are a developer and you're starting to see the writing on the walls in terms of like the opportunity that is the HubSpot app marketplace and you are building apps on HubSpot curious, right? Oh. Um, these guys have done it time and time and time and time and time again. That's partly why I was such big fans of them and why I'm working with them now. Um, but they're gonna be sharing all the secrets on like how to actually build apps on HubSpot, how to take them to market, how to drive adoption, all that kind of stuff. So dude, I mean, I'm I would be a chief evangelist without yeah. calling that out. You gotta go check it out. It's gonna I'm, be I'm there. I have the greatest app idea. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be at that session Damn. because I wanna build a HubSpot uh, integrated app that when you tag a shit ton of people on LinkedIn and put out a post, that it fries your entire HubSpot ecosystem and you can't use it anymore. Fried like, it fried just automatically fried violates like some kind of GDPR just rule. Melts yeah. <laughs> just melts down. Just melts down. Just melts. Bye. You're done. Get off your, the internet. 
It deletes your LinkedIn account. In case our listeners are wondering, uh, this is an educational podcast and a cry for help. It's both. Yeah. (laughs) I need a therapist. Do you agree? Do you agree? (laughs) What are your thoughts? Do you agree? Uh, Let us know. What else are you you tired of getting tagged into LinkedIn and having to go, why am I on this? Let me look. (laughs) All right, guys. Calm down, or everyone gets demerits. I'm That's sorry. right. Invisible. No, hang them out. I got a just me. No, Devin, no, it's going to be just you this week. See, you spoke up. Score. You spoke out of turn. Now you got a double demerit. Ricky Rickelson commented on a post you were I was literally tagging. talking Wait. at the same time as George, and I get okay. That's fine. No, it's fine. I see how it is. Sorry, are we tattling? Yeah, sure am. Are we tattling? Sure am. <laughs> The violence. Oh, there's gonna be there's gonna be a poem about Liz from Devin next time she don't show up for the show. I know, <laughs> I know that. The last time he wrote a poem about me, I really liked it, and so you know, there's that. Oh, I mean, it's it gonna be a different poem this time. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. Well, feel while we're it. feeling that, last question, guys. If you could give one piece of advice to our listeners about how to get the most out of the sessions for the breakout sessions specifically. What would it be? I will go last. If you're going to take notes, do whatever you can do to keep yourself in the moment. I mean, I know for me, if I'm taking notes on a laptop, I'm easily distracted by the internet. So so Um, interesting. And so I guess like, I don't know, if you haven't picked up a pen and paper in a while, go ahead and do that. Uh, But again, that's just for me. Someone who's easily distracted. Like, be there, be in the moment, soak it all in. You know, you can always watch a recording if there is one. So if there is one, let that be your notes. But, you know, just just be present. Actually, you know what? I'm going to hop in here with mine because... I will say, no, I got to hop in here with mine because it's related to Max's only because of what Mm. he just said. So when I spoke at Inbound, something was wrong with the recording equipment and it ended up not being recorded at all. So my, I don't know if this is legal, but I don't work for HubSpot. So, oh, well, record it, put it on a voice memo. That way you can stay in the moment. And also you don't know when those recordings are going to be available. You don't know when they're going to make the slides available. If you want to be able to be in the moment, absorb, questions you would not have normally asked because you're busy frantically taking pictures of the slides or scribbling stuff down that you will not remember the next time record it and then go to rev.com and do an ai transcription which is like it's like a sentiment it's like stupidly it's stupidly cheap i do like recordings on it all the time it'll be like this is a 35 minute recording it will cost you four dollars like do that instead so you can be yeah. there and be present sorry george i didn't There's mean to actually- jump in understand why yeah there's actually an app that will record the audio and allow you to take notes at the same time and timestamp where you're actually putting your notes like it's like an ipad i forget the name of it i used it for a couple events that i went to it was really kind of dope so i what's funny though is i was going in the same direction as max where i'm like maybe put down your device maybe get a like physical pencil or pen get a piece of paper um, and definitely mm-hmm. jot down because by the way, there's just something fundamentally different about writing it down on paper or writing it in the style of normal writing. Even if it's not paper and pen, maybe it's um uh, shoot parchment I have and quill. Well, no, but I have one too, and I can't even remember the dang name of it. It's like it doesn't have the internet. Basically, it's not going to give you notifications. You're not going to be able to fly over to social, but it's like a pen, and you write on like what feels like an iPad type system. Oh, a paper? Is, Is that what it's paper? called? Yeah. Wait, are you talking about Remarkable? Remarkable! That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, even yeah. have one, and I was... It's, listen, I'm getting old. I, I was drawing a brain fart, much like Devin was drawing a brain fart earlier. I, was I couldn't remember the, the name of it. Yeah, With watercolors. Yeah, so, yeah. so like, even if it's like a Remarkable or regular paper, but like this, this whole thing, the fact that most of us... Because we'll see what Devin was going to say. At this point so far, most of us were like, be present, be in the moment, jot down your notes, forget the internet exists... Make sure you're creating a backup. You're going to gonna get back to it later. Here's what I'm going to say. Have all of that because what I want you to do on top of that remarkable or what I want you to do on top of your iPad or on the paper for every session you go to, I want you to write hashtag one thing. One thing out of that session that you want to implement when you get back because you can't implement everything, but you can implement one thing out of each session that you go to and then go from there once those are done. I'm done. I love that. Devin, Demerit King. Wow. Take us home. King. Wow. We stand a Demerit That's your Dungeons and Dragons name, by the way. Demerit King has arrived. That actually sounds pretty amazing. Slayer of brain farts. (laughs) Get some rest. That. Oh. Oh, Yes. 
it's like this is inbound is draining in a great way. Uh, you're you're going to get tired. You're going to be tempted to go out and do all the things, see all the people, drink all the drinks, and, and libations will be flowing. But get some rest. At the end of the day, you're there primarily to come out better than you were when you went in. And, uh, and rest is a weapon. You're, you're going to be tired. You're going to be tempted to fall asleep, especially if you find uh, a breakout where someone is particularly monotonous. Because uh, not everybody can be like, you know, cheerleader backflip like George. So, yeah, mm. you, you got uh, you, you to go into it rested, get some coffee in you, uh, stretch, keep the blood flowing. And Max is picturing George in a cheerleading outfit now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, baby. Yeah, you are. <laughs> H is her house call. Yeah. Yeah, give, some rest. give me an H. H. <laughs> give me a. Yeah. yeah. Well, kids, on that note, happy first annual breakout session explosion fun time with Hub Hero. Let's go. Wow, George, that's what we're going out on? Let's go. No, I, I, Let's I don't know go. how to. I don't know how to. Liz, I don't know how to beat. That sleep is a weapon. Rest is a weapon. Like, I just hope everybody... Devin, Devin, once again, is like, let me nonchalantly throw this firebomb into your lap. Rest Max, can you do another mic drop for us? For the, for the kids at home? Hold on. <laughs> I hope you're watching this. I hope, I hope you're going to the community.hubheroes.com. I hope you watch this episode. The the audio I know will just not do it justice. Stick it up with this. Hold on one second. Here you go. Was that? Did it have a cap Zebra. on it? Huh? What? Well, yeah, it had, it had a cap on it. <laughs> we hope. Great. And on that note, get out. We're done. Goodbye. Happy Friday, or whenever Peace. you're listening to this. Oh, that's hot. Okay, Hub Heroes, we've reached the end of another episode. Will Lord Lack continue to loom over the community, or will we be able to defeat him in the next episode of the Hub Heroes podcast? Make sure you tune in and find out in the next episode. Make sure you head over to thehubheroes.com to get the latest episodes and become part of the League of Heroes. FYI, if you're part of the League of Heroes, you'll get the show notes right in your inbox, and they come with some hidden power-up potential as well. Make sure you share this podcast with a friend, leave a review if you like what you're listening to, and use the hashtag, hashtag HubHeroesPodcast, on any of the socials and let us know what strategy conversation you'd like to listen into next. Until next time, when we meet and combine our forces, remember to be a happy, helpful, humble human, and of course, always be looking for a way to be someone's hero.